Are you ready to do this? Let's do it. Here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Formula America podcast. We're your host, Curtin Dillon, and we're back from our little mini summer break. And Formula One is back from their summer break in a big way. And this was, in my opinion, probably one of the best race weekends of the year. I love Zandvoort. Action packed the whole time. The, the circuit is awesome. This is one of my favorite circuits. And I love the way it has the embankments and the small changes in topography and everything. And rain, not rain, raining again. Like, <laughs> yeah, this weekend we saw just a little bit of everything. And it was phenomenal. And I love like how throughout the whole weekend there was rain. So Quali came and you got a, a lot of people kind of out of place. And then during the race and then the race finished, there's people out of place. It was awesome. So much to talk about. Everybody, I think, is excited to be back, except for Mr. Danny Ricardo, who is not back, which and, sucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But luckily, Liam Lawson didn't blow Danny's doors off, although he did beat Yuki Sonoda. So. <laughs> Look, uh, Liam, uh, Liam, he had a lot of pressure this weekend, but I think he handled it well. Can you imagine your first time behind the wheel of a Formula One car is at Zanvoort while raining and your first <laughs> laps are at Quali? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, pretty, pretty challenging, at least to say. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, but- I would. He, so he did pretty well. I think that he did it better than expected, but I'm hoping it wasn't enough to unseat Danny no I don't think so I think that they've had so much well not so much but they've had such instability in that seat that I think they're gonna at least you know Danny's I think he's safe for this year and probably pretty safe for next year um but you know it's good to see Liam get a shot finally just because I feel like he's been passed over so much and I don't know I think you know give him a little bit of a taste and we'll see what happens in the the coming seasons so with Liam driving this weekend, I saw a really entertaining stat that's kind of sad. What's that? Alpha Tauri has had more drivers this year than they do points. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> They've had four drivers. They only have three points. <laughs> that is not the stat that you want to chase. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. I also saw another stat that the three drivers on the podium have all driven for Alpha Tauri at one point in time by one name or another. So it was Minardi, it was uh, Torosso, and and Alpha Tauri. So all three of those drivers had driven for that team at one point. That's funny. What a race, man. What a weekend. I know. I'm so happy to unpack it. We were just talking about how many notes. Well, I have a ton of, I've got two pages of notes for this. And I'm, I'm, yeah, let's get through. Uh, practice and quality. I think the only thing from qual- from practice really is Danny Rick. Yeah, just that you know that accident. Which at first when he's like, "Oh, my hand," and you're like, "Oh, okay, he's probably fine." But once you see like the pictures of him getting out of the car and the way he was holding it at all, and I remember then you text me and you're like, "Danny's out." I was like, "Oh my god, no!" But uh, yeah, man. Hopefully, I, I heard that he's actually gone to Spain and got Lance Stroll's surgeon. And he already had his surgery wrist. on it. He had surgery on it yesterday morning. Yep. So, so. speedy recovery to that guy, hopefully. Um, yeah. Quite entertaining that it, they were making jokes at the post-race conference before the break. And he said he's going to be working out a lot. And and uh, Max is like, what, are you going to be working on your wrist and forearm action over there? And they're making <laughs> jokes. <laughs> he did. So I now I've already seen like the little clips that they've released of Norris. 
and Max talking to Danny and being like, you were working out too hard, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I, I know we all hate to see it. So wishing him a speedy recovery. I think they're already speculating he'll be out for uh, uh, Monza, Monza, which is coming up, which that I mean, you just had surgery. It. Yeah, I know. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully, you know, not too much longer after that. Um, so, yeah, basically, that's all that happened of note in quality or in, I'm sorry, practice. in practice. Um, and then, you know, quality, what happened in there? I mean, quality was fun because it was a wet track. It was real wet. And so it was like, man, what's going to happen? It started to dry though. I mean, it's been like the last, what, three races we've had a wet to dry transition. Yeah. We're getting qualifying. spoiled. <laughs> yeah. It, it was super entertaining. Um, you know, kind of nothing crazy in Q1. Zhou Yu, Esteban Ocon, K-Mag, Botas, and Lawson all went out. Um, but the thing of note was Alex Albon was putting that Williams in the top 10 consistently. It was like, yo, yes, this is, uh, yeah, Alex Albon was, was hot this weekend. Yeah, he was. And for someone that was so negative in the press conferences and everything beforehand, not expecting to do that well, he crushed it this weekend. Yep. Sure did. Um, we get to Q2, um, you know, we're still all on enters we're not getting to the slicks yet but it's definitely starting to dry um and then we have lance stroll pierre gasly hamilton sonoda and hulkenberg go out hamilton going out p13 i think was the one a big note yeah that was a definitely a shocker and then you got hamilton going out and then you got both williams making it through yep. which i i don't know i think they said that was the first time since like 2017 or something like that and his first logan Sargent's first time into q3 yeah so that was yeah hamilton going out was a little crazy but both williams getting through um got to q3 i I mean it was it was a good shootout we got you know lando was up there for a hot second and max of course just stole it i think the thing that really blew my mind so max was clear of the of lando in p2 by half a second he beat perez by 1.3 seconds same car same tires like, you know, to say Max is kind of operating in a league of his own is, I think, an understatement at this point. Yeah, that guy is definitely in in another dimension. Almost. I heard somebody refer to him as an alien at this point. It's pretty insane. Um, they, I heard somebody talking about comparing, oh, it was the, uh, that podcast with David Coulthard and Jordan. Yep. Um, and they were talking about if Max and Lewis were on the same team and David Coulthard's point was that Max still lives and breathes racing. When he's not racing, he's at home doing sim racing and building a sim racing team and studying that. Lewis is out doing fashion and buying sports teams. And he's like, he wasn't trying to take away from Lewis and say that Lewis doesn't have it anymore or won't win. He actually said, you know, I believe Lewis still will, but he's not operating on the same level that Max Verstappen is. No, that guy is so singularly focused on racing that it's it's nobody else has a chance unless they're willing to give up pretty much everything give up the rock star lifestyle the millionaire lifestyle and sit in a corner of your apartment in monaco and just drive cars when you're not driving cars yeah um i did see an interesting interview with max verstappen where he said that he doesn't want to be 40 and still racing Formula One. He loves all the racing. He really wants to race in Le Mans. 
He really loves the GT3 series. He loves all of that. And so there's a lot of speculation that if he wins out a couple more world championships, he might end it after his 28 career and go do some other racing. Yeah, give somebody else a chance. Go out on top, I guess. <laughs> the other either uh, like, please, either please. die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the bad guy. Yep, and he's already become the bad guy. He's only on his second championship. Nah, he's still the hero. No one can touch that. He was this weekend. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, the biggest thing from Quali, you know, Sergio Perez, 1.3 seconds behind Max down in P7, beat by Alex Albon. Yes. Red Bull got beat by Williams in a single lap. Like, and pretty handedly, right? Sergio was an 11.8. Albon was an 11.4. Yeah, that Williams was beating a lot of people in a single lap. I don't think anybody expected that this weekend. I don't think so, but you're in a rocket ship. Yeah. <laughs> like That yeah. Williams is fast, but it is not a Red Bull. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, so, yeah, that's, you know, that takes us to the starting grid. Nothing crazy happened. No real shakeups and lights out. Dude, man, turn it on the it race and great. Oh, dude, seeing that track and how on the first lap, as soon as the lights go out, the rain comes on. Phenomenal. That to me, it's like you know now it's going to be some excitement. Now everything's going to change. And then not only did the rain come on, it started pouring down rain. That yeah. was and so th- now you're like, okay, what's the strategy? Who's going to come in? Who's going to lose out? And there was definitely some winners and some losers in those first few laps. A lot of and. I think this is going to catch a lot of people decided. off guard, but I think that Ferrari was a loser. Seeing oh my as, God. Was dude. it Leclerc <laughs> came into the pits and the pit crew was still sitting in their chairs watching the TV? It's like, it's like there was a delay on their screen and they didn't realize it was raining. And then he comes in. It's like they look over their shoulder and he's like, oh, Charles oh there's there. a car there. <laughs> what should we do? <laughs> but the same it's thing like, happened to, to Checo. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was great. It was it was chaos. It was pandemonium in the pits just because of it seemed like the pit crews were getting caught out. I don't know what was if there was a miscommunication or what was going on, but they weren't ready. And it was multiple teams. Yeah, it was bad. And like apparently Mac, they called Max into the pits first because he was in first place and Max turned it down and went another lap, which kudos to you. Thank God you didn't crash the car because it was freaking raining. But Checo definitely yep. got the short end of the stick because the Red Bull team pit crew wasn't ready either. Yeah. Well, I mean, it also he he got he got caught out or they got caught out in the pits, but he still came out in front and yep. he had a pretty uh, solid lead, which kind of just got squandered away. Clear. He took off on that second lap, but let's not forget that freaking uh, Fernando Alonso went from p5 to p2 real quick like he, did. he was crushing it on those slicks in the rain yeah fernando alonso he was driving his heart out this weekend especially at the beginning of that race that was awesome yeah it was great so by lap two half the grid is in the pits max and alonso come in norris and russell come out russell's in first place and perez walks by the entire field in those enters and is in first yeah. place 11 seconds clear it, it was it was cool to see the speed difference on those tires yeah. and like how the people in the slicks were they very gingerly going around, like barely touching the throttle, being real smooth. And you have Perez coming through just like 
almost like Mario Kart when you get that little speedy yeah. uh, whatever thing. It's like dun 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 dun. It was awesome. But one thing I did notice, remember when uh, Norris, when they called, they're like, "Hey, do you want to come in or something like? Can you stay out?" I forget what it was, but it was very reminiscent of uh, Sochi 2019 or 2020, whatever it was. And then you see the way he's driving because he was in P1 for a second. And you could tell he's kind of very, uh, very gun shy, I guess you could say, in the rain after that incident in Sochi. So I, I don't know why he didn't come in sooner. I think yeah, that, that was a mistake. Stayed out an extra. There was quite a few. There were six cars. I had a, my next set of notes um, by lap seven, five cars were still on softs. Yep. Like, I, I think that they were, and some of them came out pretty good. Albon was one of them that was stayed on softs the whole time. You know, he had dropped back while everyone else was on enters. But when the lap dried out, he really moved back up. And he made those softs last for like 37 laps. Um, so it was definitely a risky call. I think it worked out for Williams. I think it really called Lando out. And you know who got called out the worst was George Russell. He did. Oh, he went from P, started what, P3? P3. And at one point he was P18. Well, you heard it in his and radio he even message. Came over like, the radio and was like, <laughs> "How did we get this so wrong?" <laughs> he was just in shock. The other guy. Well, this is later on. We'll talk about Perez. Um, but I don't know, man. I don't agree with that. I think the Williams kind of lost out in there because they left them out. They lost so much time per lap that I think that yep. could have been made up pretty easy. Um, you know, by two pit stops, one coming in for enters and then going back again on softs later. I think that that really was the difference in Albon, you know, finishing maybe P6 or so and finishing P8, which I mean, to him, to his credit, he still got back up to P8. It's not that big of a difference, especially when you're in a Williams. But I mean, you know, P6 and P8 kind of it's a lot of points. It is. And I agree with your thought process. I also can't help but think like if five cars are all on softs and it's still raining, the odds of a safety car. Or astronomical. So I don't know if they were waiting. They had the same thoughts and they were waiting for the safety car to go on enters maybe or what the deal was. But I think I would have swapped for enters, let the track dry out. And as soon as someone wrecks, go put the softs on under a, you know, shortened pit stop because someone ultimately wrecks, you know, it might be the reincarnated (laughs) Nicholas Latifi. Well, I think it was. (laughs) Oh, crap. It was was our guy that crashed. No. (laughs) But I just wanted to point out. So on lap seven, Max is back up to P2 and he's 10.4 seconds behind Checo. Yep. By lap 10, he's four seconds behind Checo. By lap 11, he's two seconds behind Checo. And they pulled him into the pits and put him on slicks. Yeah. And then he comes out, blows the doors off of Checo and is off, you know, bye bye. And uh, Checo comes on the radio is like, Did Max undercut us? Did Max undercut you? No, Max outdrove you. He cut a 10-second lead down in four laps. Yes. Undercut, <laughs> no. Outdrove, yes. And here's the other thing, because I, I, I made the exact same note. 10.7 seconds in those laps between 6 and 11, lap 6 and 11, Checo was in the front of the pack with almost a completely uh, clear track. Max yep. is coming through traffic and still cut that time down that quick. So for him to eat, for Checo to even be the, a bit surprised that the team would prioritize Max's strategy over his kind of blows my mind because it's like, no, number two, know your place. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's clearly exact, out driving you. <laughs> that was my exact thoughts was I was like, all right, number two, sit down. Like, yeah, exactly. How can you even think while Max is 125 <laughs> points clear of you in the championship? 
because <laughs> wipe the floor with you every race that you're going to get any kind of priority right now. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's funny because I see a bunch of people online talking about how it's messed up the Red Bull. Uh, this clearly shows that Red Bull favorites Max. Are you, are you, this is what changed your mind? This is what made you believe did, that? Of course they prioritize Max. Red Bull is prioritizing the soon to be two time world champion that's won every single race by like a 30 second margin. Oh, that's crazy. Cool. Who would have ever Why would that they strategy? do that? <laughs> I'm not trying to oh, hate man. on Checo, but like, right. <laughs> 10 Numbers second lie. lead gone <laughs> four laps. This isn't the first race that that's happened either. He's had numerous times. And he's just, it happens every time. So he shouldn't be surprised. Nobody else should be surprised either. I was really curious if they're going to give team orders. Like if I'm Christian Horner and I'm not, okay, don't hate me. I'm not, don't worry. But (laughs) if Max blows through a 10 second lead on Checo in four laps, I'd be like, Checo, move over. Yeah. (laughs) Like don't even, I'm not even going to say you guys are free to race, like hit the brakes and move over. (laughs) They didn't have to. They just put Max on new tires and let him take care of it on his own. But yeah, like, yeah. Jeez. So, well, anyways. moving on. Um, lap fourteen. I had notes. Russell's down in eighteenth place, and Stroll is in nineteenth place. <laughs> That's not where you want to How? be. <laughs> how i I don't know i and that's one that i kind of missed i missed how that happened because it's almost like you blink and russell goes from up at the top of the leaderboard all the way to the bottom so i don't even still don't know how that happened i'm guessing he got caught out on a strategy call uh but because there was just so much going on you couldn't watch everything and stroll went from 11th to 19th i don't know how that happened if it was in the pits or what but i was just like dang and then two laps later (laughs) Logan Sargent puts it in the wall. Oh, dude, I was I was hoping that he would keep it clean this weekend and get his points. Um, but man, what what a heartbreaking scene afterwards when he's just on the side of the track with his head down, very Charlotte Claire esque after yes. multiple of his crashes. We'll and get then to they, his later. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like later on, I forgot all about Sargent's crash, and it was like I don't know, five ten laps later, they show him he's somewhere else, just sitting there. <laughs> like it was just like I'm not going back. I'm not going back. But to be to be fair, also uh, Williams did release that there was a hydraulic failure on the front right of his car after hitting a curb, and so when he said that there was something that failed on the front right, he wasn't wrong. So you know, it wasn't necessarily his fault. Cool. I know we've talked a lot about sergeant being on a developmental year but i think there's also some rumors starting to circulate of like hey man you gotta do more you're starting to crash more you've scored zero points alex albon's putting it in the top 10 almost every time now you need to not be as bad you don't have to do great it's like you can suck just don't suck so much yes you need but to suck I'm, a little bit less right now you need to stop crashing for one and but yeah i i do agree and i think that you know if you have a teammate that is outperforming you so much it really makes you look bad even you know granted you know all the mitigating factors williams rookie all this kind of stuff but yeah suck a little bit less yeah um so we get a full safety car, go around a little bit. Um, racing resumes as per usual. And the big thing that happened, my next notes is lap 26. Leclerc's passed by Hamilton and Piastri. Leclerc goes down to P14 and it's, something's wrong. Yeah. 
Yeah, you could tell. And at first, you, you couldn't really tell. But you could see at the beginning, his in plate was missing. And it took him a while to go ahead and change that. Yep. Um, but yeah, once you're seeing that, and then at one point, he's got Liam Lawson on his tail. And Liam Lawson goes by him. I think at that point, Charlotte Claire... He was just like, I can't let this happen. And like, yeah. so he got back by him again. But if you're in a Ferrari getting passed by somebody who's driving a Formula One car in a race for their very first time, something's in an wrong. Alpha yeah. Like, you know what? Maybe we'll bring you in. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's time to retire the car. Yeah. And DC was calling that the whole time. He was like, I think it's time to retire the car. He said it like two or three times. Like, yeah. I don't know why they're still going. Something's clearly <laughs> wrong. Save those components. You guys Man, need to. I- I know we talk about it all the time, but I just feel so bad for Charlotte Claire. Like he must Ferrari must be spending so much money on therapy for this guy. They, they they have to be. The therapist is probably overworked and underpaid. <laughs> I feel so bad for Charlotte Claire. It's bad, man. It I Yeah. He'll, um, he'll get there. Is this the bottom? I keep saying he can't get the, his luck. I, can't I get hope any you worse. keep saying that because every time you say that it gets worse. So I'm just <laughs> kind of curious at this point, how low we can go because I know we didn't have a prediction pod because we took our break, but I was going to predict that Charlotte Claire was going to have a pretty good finish this weekend. I need you <laughs> to keep like, making those predictions because I'm just curious that I want to do a human experiment oh. of how low can they go <laughs> and still sign a contract to extend with this team. <laughs> oh man. I, I'm going to stop. I, I want to see him do better <laughs> for, I his, too, but for his sake. Stockholm syndrome. They're talking about extending the contract. Jeez. Um, so next thing I've got, um, lap 28 max is three seconds clear of Perez and Perez was under some pretty heavy pressure from Alonzo. Alonzo was sniffing. Alonzo was like a rabid animal this weekend. He was he, one of the one one of my favorite moments is when he came out of the pits behind Zhou Guan Yu and just Zhou Guan Yu goes and he just dives to the bottom. And you could see from his onboard, he was kind of understeering through that turn, but he made it stick and I think caught Zhou Guan Yu by surprise. But that was to me visually super impressive. I love these bank turns at this course. Oh, I do too. The bank turns are awesome because you obviously yeah. have more speed at the top, but a shorter line at the bottom. And exactly. That people were going high, people were going low. Rubin was racing. I mean, I know yep. Cole, he always goes high, but you know, <laughs> Lonzo stuck it down the inside that time. It was great racing. Um, next thing I got is lap 30. Leclerc gets passed by Nico Hulkenberg. <laughs> <laughs> He's got passed by what would you call it before? The knockoff Alfa Romeo, which is the knockoff. He got passed Ferrari. by the knockoff of the knockoff. <laughs> <laughs> the demoralization in that car uh, i'm sure he was probably just sitting there and he was just like they're gonna pull me at any moment he was I, like I, doing I the so. george russell like it's raining oh wait it's sweating but he was going it's <laughs> raining no wait those are my tears those are, i'm crying <laughs> oh um lap 35 we had that hamilton norris piastri drs train on each other that was moving through the entire pack together (laughs) pretty entertaining to watch Uh, it was and that was the good part about this race man there was action everywhere action up towards the front action in the middle was phenomenal and it was there was always a battle no matter what there was some sort of battle going on and you're right that whole like norris and uh 
Hamilton. I think for a while they got stuck behind Sonoda. And, yep. you know, that was awesome. Sonoda was guys. driving his heart out. And I think DC yeah. said it best because he was like, the difference between for that team, you know, six points, four points, or two points is yep. a lot. Because he was man. what? It, I think he was in P8 at that point, which is the high. He hasn't finished that high yet this season. Yep. So he's just like trying to do his best to keep people behind. But he had those old softs and they couldn't last for too long. No, but he is doing a great job. That was really fun, though, watching the three of them kind of move through the field together. And Sonoda was making them work for it. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing I've noticed, Hamilton and Norris have had some really good battles this year. Yeah. They always seem to come together, and um, it's just awesome to see. I think Silverstone, they had a really cool one. But it's good to see those guys, kind of like the old dog and the new dog as far as British drivers go. So it's it's fun to see them go at it. They do, and they respect each other a ton. It's not yeah. like Max and Lewis, where any corner they go into together, you're like, okay, only one car maybe is coming out the other side right. of this corner. Like They always give each other good room. It's good, clean racing. It's a ton of fun to watch. I agree. It is. It is. Um, lap 43, they finally retire Leclerc. <laughs> <laughs> they just pull the plug. <laughs> just let him go. Which, fine, good, because I don't know. Yeah, they, he needed to get out of there at that point. He did. So next I've got lap 49. Alonzo comes in for the pits and has a super slow stop at 8.3 seconds and comes out behind Yuki Sonoda and Carlos Sainz. Oh, like, it, no. it almost got taken away. I thought it was over at that point. His left front. I wrote it down to that point. I was like, this is going to be one of my zeros. His left front jack, uh, jack man or whatever. Man, yeah. I'm so glad he. But he brought it back out and like that like I said, a rabbit animal. Max for Stappen because there was <laughs> no stopping him moving that car as far up the field as he could. I think he he pretty early on realized like we might be in for a fight for a podium on this one. So yeah. there was nothing holding him back at that point. The leash was off. He was going at it, and he it was, was awesome. Whenever he's one of the most exciting drivers to watch. When the gloves are off. I love watching Fernando Alonso. His defense is second to none. His offense and his attacking is amazing. He's awesome to watch. And he's such an old school driver. He's not going to pass you necessarily in DRS range. He's happy to stick it down the inside in the corners. Like he's yep. such an old school driver. It's so fun to watch. I'm sure he's one of the most intimidating drivers to have in your mirrors. Yes, because you don't know what's gonna, where it's gonna come from, which way it's gonna come, when it's gonna happen, and he's gonna pressure you. He's gonna play games with you. Yeah, he's gonna try and make you make a mistake. Like he's so he's he's a psychological assassin. Is that a lizard behind you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's something crawling up the wall. <laughs> it's uh, all right. I guess I'm switching to Geico. <laughs> Wait, it's our first guest. Uh, hey, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. You've got so many animals now. <laughs> I've got so many animals. Um, and spe so speaking on Alonzo, it's like, oh man, slow stop. Did we just blow this? No, lap fifty-two. Alonzo walks by Carlos Sainz, yeah, like he did not exist. Yeah, like, oh, and I, we're all, I, and I think us and I think DC was even commenting on like Carlos Sainz was going to fight to the death. It didn't look like it. No, <laughs> it was, he just it looked like he couldn't do anything about it. Um, lap 56, Albon passes George Russell for P6. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yep. The knockoff passing the uh, the original there. Um, lap 60, Gasly passes Carlos Sainz. Gasly, man, we're going to get to it in my heroes, but dude. Gasly was on it this weekend. He was he, on it. 
the only thing that was on it for that entire F1 team. But Gasly yep. pulled it out. He did. They're um, lucky to have him. <laughs> and then um, I commented when Russell. So um, Albon passed Russell and then Lewis got to P7. So Russell was P6. Lewis was P7. And then Russell hit that grass and about lost it. Talk about the oh. save of the year. It has to be. He He's, was almost completely sideways. Almost completely sideways. Hit the grass on the other side. Like, I wish I had had his onboard camera on and his radio was on. Because, you know, he was just like, oh, I just shit myself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he definitely started sweating at that point, man. He pulled a George, uh, George, Jeremy Clarkson. Poo <laughs> <laughs> went everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Even Lewis was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me get by him, please. He was like, we're on a massively different strategy. And I don't want him to wreck us both. And then the rain came. Lap 61. Dude, that was awesome because it was almost like the impending doom. Because you yes. keep hearing all the different teams be like, oh, in 30 minutes, we're going to have rain. In 20 minutes, we're going to have rain. I forget who it was, but they're like, in five minutes, <laughs> that lizard just wants to be right there. Yeah, but then one of the teams was like, in five minutes, we're going to have rain, and it's going to be worse than before. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yes. And again, and it hit like a freight train. Too. Yeah, there's like, like no buildup. It's just all or nothing with the rain there. Uh, my favorite thing is always the commentators looking to the grandstands. Yeah, doing the uh, the old poncho checks. Yep. Um, so the rain hits. You know, everyone starts diving in to get on enters. And, um, you know, it's pouring. Ocon comes out on full wets. And he's like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Next lap, you know, Max comes in for full wets. Yeah. Like, it was it was raining. And, and it was chaos in the pits once again. And because I guess they they mentioned during the race, it's one of the tightest uh, pit lanes, but pe teams are coming in again or cars are coming in and people weren't ready. It's like they got caught Perez by surprise got once again. again. Perez hit the wall coming into the pits and then yes. sped oh, like over, uh, over spun the speed out at turn one. Then both Alpha Romeo's spun off at turn one and it was Joe Guan Yu that hit the wall pretty hard and then that's when Max and Checo came in for the full wet. So we're like, Ooh, you're doing double pit stop. Like Max came out in P one just fine, but, um, Checo got passed and then they called, pulled the red flag and it was like, uh Oh, did Checo just like get dropped down to P six, P seven. Yeah. Um, but they didn't, they reround it. He was in P three, um, red flag and they waited for like 45 minutes. They did. I would tell you, I almost peed myself. <laughs> on lap uh what was it 63 when perez went off yes and then because the camera just cuts back and all i see is a red bull in the gravel and i'm just like ah <laughs> <laughs> and then i saw the little yellow at the top i was like oh it's perez it's perez but man, perez I hit just... the wall he did i have to say it was one of the like sexier going offs because he went off hit the gas spun it was still yep. traveling backwards bumped the wall and never even paused and he was back on the gas getting into the race it was you know he was like no 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 no, no. Like, i'm not going out of this race dude i'm surprised that wing survived it i mean it had a little bit of flexion flexion when it hit the wall but and kudos on uh adrian newey i guess good design yeah. so we come back they redid the lap everyone uh is on enters they're gonna do a rolling start they do two outlaps to, for everyone to see the track and then let Max take it. And uh, it, it was, it was kind of that. Gone from there. So and I know, man, that restart, though, the first 
two to three laps of the restart when Alonzo was right there and really pushing Max. And it's like, all right, Max does not make mistakes. So don't get too excited here. But I was like, Alonzo, maybe if anybody can do it, Alonzo might do it. But man, that guy, Max Verstappen, is so cool, calm, and collected. It's it's ridiculous. Not once did he make a mistake. No. And the funniest thing ever was in the uh, interview afterwards, I wrote it down. Alonzo straight up said that he was sniffing on the inside of Max, but he was like, if I passed Max or took him out, I don't think that the fans would have let me leave this track. So I decided <laughs> to play nice. And I was like, you know, uh, you're smart. not wrong. <laughs> you're a long way from home, surrounded by a lot of people wearing orange. <laughs> you're not wrong, Alonzo. Uh, I thought that was hilarious. Um, but- but and then Perez gets the penalty for speeding in the pit lane five seconds, and they're just like Gasly, just stay within five seconds. And Gasly was within like two seconds of him the whole time. Yeah, um, just a little bit more great racing. Perez gets his penalty, and Gasly's on a podium. Yep, man. I just wanted to say that this has become over the past couple of years probably one of my favorite tracks. Yeah, it like is. it's very almost kind of like Monaco esque. How it's like there's not really much or many parts of the track that's flat or not curved or flat or straight you know there's one small straight and then another straight that's a little bit smaller but man it's just such a fun track to watch and it always produces such good racing so i love this race it was awesome i do too it was one i was looking at it and looking it up and i was like all right this might have to be on kurt and i shortlist for next year yeah oh yeah for sure and that's the other thing it didn't look like there's not many grandstands at this one looks like a lot of general admission which would suck in the rain like it did but it always seemed like a party no matter how hard it was raining it seemed like a party so i agree i think this one's definitely got to go on the list for uh for a visit very soon so uh oh the last thing i got was you know perez took his five second penalty and dropped a p4 yuki sonoda lost to liam lawson i don't even know what happened I, i didn't see it he just tumbled down the charts and went from like P11 to where did he end up? P18 or something like. Uh, well, I know they kept him out on the sauce for a long time. He went to P15 and Lawson was up in 13. Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't know. It's one of those. There's so much going on that I missed that as well. I was like, how did he wind up there? Hey, good outing for Lawson. <laughs> Not bad. Okay, I beat my teammate. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, just awesome all the way to the end. Let's get into the heroes and zeros. Okay, I, I went back and forth on some of these, and I'm sure that we're going to have some that are the same. So go ahead. You, uh, I'll start with zeros, and you start with your heroes. All right. So my zeros, my first one, and I know there might be a little bit of, uh, I don't know, differing of opinion here. My first zero is going to be Williams, because I think they had a very strong possibility of having two cars in the points, at least one car solidly in the points. And, you know, Logan Sargent, probably, you know, maybe a little bit out of the points, but both a good outing. Um, but holding those guys on those softs, I think was a mistake. We got to see that all the cars that came in and got this, uh, the inners right away did a lot better. Albon went from fourth place and lap three to 13th place on lap five, two laps later. And it took him a long time to come back. Um, so yeah, I think Williams is going to be my first zero. Um, and then my other two zeros, these guys keep winding up on my zero list, man. I'm gonna go with Sergio Perez. I think that he, uh, you know, with his, I don't know, man, with his car, he needs to be doing better than he yeah. was. And his speeding in the pit lane after he hit the That's pit a wall. Move. It's a rookie move. So I go with Sergio Perez. And my last one is 
Old sad Charlotte Claire. Not a good weekend for him. Not a good not a good weekend at all. I've only the only overlap I have with you is Leclerc. And I think yeah. that horse is pretty dead, shot, beaten, and <laughs> shot. It's got rigor mortis at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, my my first zero is George Russell. Ooh, um, to come out and qualify in P three did a great job, and to have the race he did, and then not even finish it to go from P three to P eighteen to up back into like P seven to then not even finishing the race was just yeah. It's not even, I don't think it's a George Russell's fault. It's just, just bad weekend, man. Not good for his confidence. Just bad. Yeah. And with his, with his crash, did they ever show his onboard? Because I saw onboard no. with Lewis. Yeah, and it seemed, I couldn't tell. It didn't look that bad when Lewis hit him, but I wanted to see from his onboard what happened. No, and they never showed it, but it didn't look like anything crazy. Um, but he was just done. Yep. Um. And then I've got Lance Stroll. Ooh. Yeah. Lance Stroll finished in 11th. He was in P19 for a while. He moved up to P18 because two cars retired. Like he did, he made up some good points in the last little bit of rain. But you have Fernando Alonso on P2 fighting the whole time for, you know, what could have been a win. Like, that car had pace this weekend. It was doing awesome. And you're hanging out down in P19, P18, yeah. and finishing it in P11. Like, Daddy, Daddy Lance has got to be, Daddy Stroll's got to be pulled. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. Well, there's all, all the talk about him leaving to go play tennis. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. And here's the other thing Lance Stroll has always been one of the guys that's kind of praised for being a good driver in the rain. And. You know, we had a lot of rain this weekend, and he didn't do too well. So no. maybe no, that goose is cooked. So yeah, that's mine. Russell, Leclerc, and Stroll. Heroes. Let's hear him. What do you got? I got Pierre Gasly first and foremost. Great yeah. weekend. That Alpine is not the fastest car, and through all the shakeups and everything else, great strategy by Alpine. With all of the craziness going on at Alpine, Ocon did really well as, as well. Ocon came in 10th, but he was in the top 10 almost the whole time. Um, great showing from them and great showing from Gasly all the way around. Yeah, I think Gasly killed it for yeah. sure. Alex Albon, I, I know that he's that Williams as a whole is not is a zero on your list, but dude, Alex is killing it. He really is. And I'm not a full Alex Albon fan. I don't think he's ever going to be a world champion, but he's crushing it in that car. I hope I'm he wrong. is. Yeah, he's doing um, awesome. And Fernando Alonso. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that kind of goes without saying. That guy, awesome this weekend. Yeah, so I think our, our overlap is going to be Alonzo and Gasly. Definitely agree. I would say that even though I put uh, Williams as a zero, I do agree that Alex should be a hero by himself. Um, but my third hero I put was the rain, man. You yeah, had dude. the rain coming in the beginning, the rain at the end of the race. I love it when that happens and you get multiple you know, weather cycles yes. throughout a race. For me, like that was the highlight. I love it. And this is one of the tracks that's also fun because there's like no tire dig. I mean, they were taking softs 35 laps. Oh, like yeah. Like it was that that makes for a lot of entertaining and fun racing. Um, you know, I think my biggest thing just in summary was even though Checo did all right this weekend, it still highlights how far Max is ahead of him and how mm -hmm. 
not great he's doing, how how much potential is in that car. We can probably say Max is extracting everything from that car. And that's the benchmark. And Perez is nowhere near it. You're right. Yeah. And that's uh, the most, I think the, the most famous debate right now in the Formula One fan world is what's going to happen there. And does he deserve to be there? But I don't know. We'll see what happens. Who knows at, these, at this point? He's doing well, but he's, I don't think he's doing well enough. I agree. I completely agree. And if Aston Martin and Mercedes get their shit a little bit more together come start of next year, it's you can't rely on Max to win the Constructors' Championship for you like he currently mm-hmm. is. You need a strong number two. But who's so, it going to be? Ah, that's the Danny question. Ricardo. Come on, Danny. <laughs> Look, um, Danny, I want, again, I wish this guy a speedy recovery. He needs to get back in this car. So hopefully we'll have him by whatever's coming after Monza. Was it Singapore? Or maybe I'm that's totally off on that. I love that track. Singapore, Suzuka, all of those are coming up. Those are awesome yep. tracks. So, man, that was great. Great weekend back. I'm excited for Monza this weekend. We'll be here for a prediction pod this week. Sorry we missed you last week, but uh, I think we can be back to our regular, regularly scheduled content. Yeah, buddy, I can't wait. And, hey, if you like this podcast, make sure and leave us a rating and a review and share it with a friend. And, uh, man, I think that's going to be it for this one. You got anything else, Dylan? That's it, man. Great weekend. All right. Well, on that note, stay classy, America. We'll see you next time. (laughs) I'm so glad my mic and headphone are working again. Oh, yeah. Dylan's audio is back. Yay. Yay. (laughs) All right. You and the lizard, take it easy. (laughs)